0: Hey, hey, Torch Moms, we're back with another episode on the Torch Mom podcast, which aims to empower moms to live their lives to the fullest, embracing their desires and passions without guilt or judgment. Through open and honest conversations, we hope to create a space that encourages session, self-expression, and self-acceptance for all mothers. Today, we have Optimo, a Torch Mom, taking on risk and crushing hate daily. Let's get this Torch Talk started. What's going on? Hey, hey. Hey, how you doing?
1: Honored to be here.
0: I am doing great. I thank you so much for asking. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. And I'm ready to jump into these questions. Are you?
1: Yes, ma'am. I am. I've been waiting.
0: All right. Well, my first question for you is, before becoming a mother, were there any pivotal moments or experiences that shaped your path? Hmm.
1: I was pregnant
0: um pivotal um
1: excuse my ignorance that would be uh good or bad yeah
0: no yeah I'm sorry
1: I said excuse my ignorance I said when you say that but it doesn't matter yes you, I can hear you, you ask that good or bad Yep. Nope,
0: it's it's your choice. Whatever you choose, wherever you choose to go.
1: Okay, I would say the most pivotal moment before being a parent um, was losing my uncle, which was more or less like a father figure. He was young, but someone that cared about me more than anyone else on earth, and he was killed at nighttime. Okay.
0: Okay. So once you became a mom, what gave you your go? What had you jump back into your passions?
1: Okay, so I would say when I became a mom for the first time, I felt like, oh, I do not disturb. How you do not disturb? I felt like. I finally had a chance for someone to accept and love me unconditionally. It's kind of like, as I looked at it, I was a young mom. I started at 17. Okay. And then, you know, the motivation of like, when I was young at 17, I really didn't know so much Um I just know that I wanted to do something different than what I was brought up doing, or what I was brought up in. I just know I wanted to give a different perspective. Okay, okay.
0: So I know recently you, well, I don't know if it was recently or how it came about for you, but moving from New Jersey to Maryland and taking a leap of faith in pursuing your dreams is courageous. So I commend you for that. What has this change in environment influenced?
1: I would say it influenced perseverance because... In the mix of after I took the leap of faith, I moved here, which I didn't know not one person. It was just, like I said, just trying to think outside the box and just like be different, optimistic, you know, very optimistic. So um, when I took the leap of faith, it was like a leap of faith. It, It changed dramatically and it was more or less like moving from one state to another and being able to be my whole sincerely authentic self versus the person that everyone know me for growing up, however, the choices I was making throughout time.
0: Okay. So as a single mother of four. Am I correct?
1: Yes. <laughs> yep. I have a 20- okay. How do you
0: balance have- your roles as a parent That's and difficult. pursuing your passion? Well,
1: difficult. <laughs> I would definitely say it's difficult. Um. Being a single mom of four and trying to make sure that I keep the foundation going for them to be able to be as prosperous as they can be in school is definitely a lot of sleepless nights, I would say. And um, I would say just being aware and staying conscious of knowing me being that young kid not having someone to depend on it keeps me motivated to keep me balanced to make sure I keep tapping in to make sure that my kids is good and just like trying to pursue something I never was taught pursuing I would say would be the hardest part about it but seeing it be done um is is seeing it be done amongst people like myself gives me the Inspiration and the power to know that I can do it myself. So like, because I, I just once you see something, you can't unsee it. And I would say that in my own dreams and my own visions of when I sat and thought myself. So it's like I already seen it, so I can't stop. So it's like I have these ones that I'm responsible for, mm-hmm. full, like, you know, all through and through. So it's like more or less like I just have to do what I got to do because I wouldn't want any child to feel like how I was when I was young growing up without a uh, support system. So it's hard, but you want this to. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I definitely can relate. I definitely understand that feeling, you know, how we came up. Rolling up with you. Um, but I can relate with you you know how we came up. it's like you don't want them to deal with the things that we had to deal with you know we we're doing our best to change cycles here you know when it comes to our children So I definitely can understand that you know most definitely so how did,
1: did
0: you find cool. your passion? For art and what if you to take it to the streets?
1: How did I find my passion? I actually um, it was so I actually didn't know actually I was just actually doing the working thing I just know in my time of working I did like a lot of serving like uh, as a waitress and bartender and stuff like that to where I enjoy serving people and talking to people. So I just had to find a way that I could serve people and also be able to not give so much and, uh, you know, gain at the same time. So I sat with that and I was into vision boards and um, uh, doing personalized uh, planners. So I know that I wanted to encourage and motivate others. So it was just like, I sat with myself and was just like, you know, like, what makes me optimistic? Because somebody asked me one day, like, what one word to describe myself. And I'm like, oh, I'm optimistic, is, you know. And then I went home and I sat with that, like, what makes me optimistic? And then when I sat and thought about it, it was just like I love serving. And, and it came to me, open people to imagine magnificent inner strength to increase creativity, which I can teach people how to be creative because in my years I noticed that I stayed doing creative stuff with the kids and my friends would call me and ask me to do like projects with them and they used to get A pluses and win things and stuff like that I'm like let me do like a uh, vision board creative workshop type of thing and I did that and it took off and it was just like I went with that and then I painted a picture and somebody wanted to buy it and I was like I could teach you how to do it and then I had like a sip of paint, cup of paint and then that was like twenty sold out from the door. And then I just, you know, kept on going. Like, okay, so it's like I kind of found it by asking myself, "Who am I and what I enjoy doing, and how can I do that in a way of serving, but at the same time, not taking so much out of myself?" So doing what I love and it comes easily. So, yeah. Mhm, mhm, most
0: definitely. Most definitely. So um, you've been involved in various projects and organizations. Can you share some memorable experiences or moments you've had throughout your journey?
1: Yes, I have a lot, actually. Uh, One that's uh, when I came to Baltimore, uh, it was like, I went to a big black shock, was, black chakra was happy and I didn't know of him or nothing and it was pretty dope because he was my attention the whole night and it felt like I was like back in the, like, 80s type, like I'm an 80s baby. So I felt like I was like back in the 90s and it was just like, so like, in MTV type of thing and then uh, I had met Keith the and she came up to me introduced me uh, we introduced each other and she invited me to the poetry party and when I went to the poetry party that was a whole nother vibe that was just like even more deeper into the movie type thing and then um, they had internships and stuff like that and I signed up for the internship and I was there for like I did the internship for uh, six months and then I ended up staying there for two and a half years and the way that I have grown and the people I have met and the talents that I have seen is like unspeakable balance and like unbelievable, unbelievable performances and just like magnificent energy. It's just been like the the, the, the biggest takeaway. Mm.
0: So I know you have fun being able to be around and be behind the scenes, see what's going on. You know, I know that's super dope for you to experience that. <laughs> so do you, are you able to take your kids along while you're doing that?
1: Yes. It'd it be a whole bunch. So Go ahead. It's, like, it's, it's so much, <laughs> it's so much that I, uh, so the things that I do, is mainly fully community-based, uh, what I would say. I'm a curator, so, like, um, most of the things that I'm involved in, because I do a part of uh, things, like I would say I'm a serial entrepreneur because I don't just do events. I also do workshops, and I decorate, and I, I do a, a little bit of a lot. Like, I do interviews, street interviews, and stuff like that. So I kind of do whatever my mind whatever comes to mind that somebody else is not so much doing i just try to put a twist to it to make it my own thing and it's actually been uh working but yes my kids are very helpful Mm -hmm. um i don't have employees right now they are my employees i would say they help me with a lot of things like a lot of things so i'm thankful and that's another thing a reason why i have to keep going Mm because it shows them no matter our situation it lets them know that we can be obtainable or something we can own something we can't start from the bottom then you know and when you're at the bottom there's no other to go than up so mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. yeah. so my next question for you coming right off of that what does torch mom mean to you
1: torch moms i feel like though is pretty dope for the simple fact that you giving a platform for mothers to actually express themselves and like tell and like express to other people that they're not alone and what it is that they go through and letting other moms hear the differences that life brings us the ups and the downs it is just like having a sound mind of actually getting behind the scenes and impersonal with people sharing different perspectives of motherhood because everyone has grown differently so there's always someone out there that can, I feel as like, though, take away from what it is that you're doing because there's a lot of young moms, older moms, and then it'd be like a young mom that feel as like, though they're the only one going through such thing. But like coming across your page, if you find someone that seems as interesting to you, or you never know what someone's story is, cause like the truck driver thing, like when she about to get snatched up, I'm like, yo, I be thinking that like These women are bold, like how do you do that? But carrying on and maintaining life is just like. Letting mm-hmm. other moms know that they're not in it by themselves. So it's just like, I'm thankful for the voices that do speak up and share their honest story and just being transparent. So I think that you're on to something and I could see it going a long way. And, you know, like, I'm just happy to be a part of it. I appreciate you. I
0: appreciate you. I appreciate you going through depth with that. Like, that's exactly what this is about. And I can't wait until it blows up and all our voices are heard. So everybody knows that it's not easy, but we can make it and we will make it. And that's that. So I'm excited. Um, How do you navigate the emotional aspect of pursuing your passions while dealing with societal expectations and outside judgments it's like oh, okay
1: she back yes and i do believe all of that
0: So being a weed activist, how do you educate and advocate for benefits of cannabis while also addressing any potential stigma or misconceptions around it, especially as a mom?
1: Yes. So for me being a weed advocate, I would say for me speaking, I am not pro-medicine so i had a stroke before and i deal with anxiety and for me it's more or less like a calmer um i deal with like racing thoughts and i deal with a lot of body aches and stuff like that so for me it's something that is a calmer versus them putting me on other things that i can't control and once you take it it's just in your system and it's just like another high to something that i can't even imagine so for me is more or less uh from the earth herbal and for me it maintains my thoughts that i have when i have racing thoughts and stuff like that to where sometimes i can't control or like my real bad anxiety from when i had a stroke to where i have short-term memory to where i'm trying to fill out papers trying to remember things and all of that i have to it's like it's like a tape that just be rewinding like like I had like so how I remember things is more or less like I have to go through like what was I what what did I go through like I had a stroke was it around that time or was it when my house burnt down or was it around that time to remember certain things that applications actually that alone gives me anxiety so it's like if I take my time and I'm sitting here I'm smoking I'm filling out the paper it gives me more of a calmer thought versus like everything, racing everywhere, or, like, I'm an artist, so it's, like, when I'm just seeing all of the colors and I can't match the color palette the way that I want because so many colors is popping out at me, it calms my mm-hmm. thoughts for me mm-hmm. to actually focus in, so for me, it's more or less a, a focus or a calmer, and we're dealing with four kids, you know, like, I deal with anxiety all the time because, I'm like, I'm dealing with so many different personalities, Asian from 12, 15, 18, and 21, so it's like, you know, so I ha- I'm i not, mm-hmm. like, so I'm a weed activist, and I'm a storm activist. Other Anything other than that is not my thing. My mom and my dad are, was, and still actively are drug users, so I was born, you know, with drugs in my system, so that's something that I can't allow to even allow a doctor to tell me something like, you know, so it's like, you know, when I had a stroke, he told me I was going to be on Coolman for the rest of my life, and I need to take this, that, and the other. I took it for two years. I winged myself off of it. As I was winging myself off, he kept on dropping my levels. I go back in there a year for my checkup. He like, yeah, we're going to drop it a little bit more. I'm like, yeah, I haven't been taking it for a year, so I don't need it no more. He's like, Ms. Williams, you can't do this. You're going to die, da, da. da, da. I said, well, we serve two different gods, you know? So it's been about nine, almost 10 years since I had a stroke. And he told me I can't eat collard greens. I can't get tattoos. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You can't be in prolonged sun, You can't, you can't. So I did everything that God intended for me to do. Like, what did you talk about? This is my newest tattoo that I got. Actually in September, traveling the world. So. You know, so it's just different for okay. everybody. So it's just like <laughs> I medicate myself versus allowing a doctor that went through school or like, you know, I watch documentaries and stuff. So it's like I see and know what certain things do to you. So I'm going to be conscious and aware. And I'm not going to put that stuff in my body. But I know we, I don't know exactly where it's coming from, but I know the concept of we, you know. So it's like still having to be careful because people putting stuff in it and all that stuff. Yes. But that's when you don't deal with people. Well, you deal, I'm, a, I'm an older person, so I deal with
0: the yeah. plug, not community It's different for everybody, right? Exactly. And like you said, it's different for everybody. And what works for you works for you. And you made it happen. And look, igniting the path up and you keeping it running. So I'm super happy for you and keep pushing, doing what you gotta do and showing your babies that, look, you got this, cause I had this. And if I could do it, you could do it. That part. So we love that your work aims to open people's imaginations and increase creativity. How do you incorporate this goal into your art events and community initiatives?
1: So, the main thing is that I love when someone says that they feel as though they can't do something, and can't should not be in nobody's vocabulary. You always try, and art is a piece of art to where no art is not art, it's art. So, whatever you come up with, it is what it is. And it's all about trying, and it's all about the fun in the midst of it, the peace of mind in the midst of it, the inner kid that is in the midst of it, the creative person that just be wanting to come out is like all of those things. So I just more or less like trying to break down to allow people to relax to be their inner child. I, I do sit the thing, puff the paint, snack and create. And I just basically try to get everyone to tap into their inner child to do things that you probably thought about doing but didn't have the time where well, this is the materials for you to do these different things. So, like, I deal with a lot of different textures and smells and, like, um, like glow-in-the-dark things and stuff like that to stimulate the different senses. And, like, I came up with, like, this tissue paint art to where it's a glow-in-the-dark tissue paint and this texture is not like, uh, it's not like slime, it's not like putty like in a mix it so don't really stick to your hand and then i mix it with essential oils so you can get the smell out of it so it's like i do black light so you got the whole visual i do the essential oils where you got the smell and then the whole touch of the whole situation is the feel of it and then the whole peace of mind of you just being a, you're a kid like you know have some candies and stuff so my goodie bags do like candies and if it's a puff puffing paint, you get a lighter, and then I normally always put like chapstick in there because you know, everybody needs to stay lost stuff. So, like, I do little things to incorporate, you know, adult gift bags or stuff like that to make people feel like, you know, <laughs> like the image they're supposed to feel. Like. And then we do things with different um, elements. So, I do mm-hmm. upcycle and I do um, things to where people would think something is trash. I would teach you how to do something different with that so where you can make it into an art or you can make it into something else or upcycling old magazines into like paper bowls or
0: different things like that.
1: So it's was a preface of it things. It's not too much of nothing that I can't do. I'm a seer doer So when it comes to art, I put it all together. Um, I do version I do polymer clay. I do beaded jewelry. I do wrapping. So like... If I can do it, you yeah, need to do it. <laughs> wow.
0: And with, like, do it. <laughs> wow. It. look. And I love I me some chug that th- that thrifts, man. Yeah. And that's what I heard saying all the time, okay?
1: Yeah, and I, everything that I just named, I'm able to do with my kids. And they get enjoyment out of it. And then when you say, I can mix a older crowd mm-hmm. with a younger crowd, like you know, so that's another thing that I do. So I do kid events, and then the kid events, the adult be wanting to try, and that's what made me like, you know, let me have this as an adult, you know. So it'd be
0: working out. Mm-hmm. That is super dope. And me and my baby and my wife, we need to come to one of your events so we can have some fun then. Because that's super dope. And I really Super dope. And yes, she and loves really love art. Hands. She loves to be hands on the one. And textures is a thing. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I what you say? Sorry. You as
1: well. I was saying I do come to you as well. So I'm a mobile artist. Okay. And I have been a few different places. Like I, yeah, I've been a few places. And I aspire to be, you know, a mobile artist to wear whatever and whoever. I am there. This is not just stuck here because I'm not at my own. I know that I want to be wherever that the Lord takes me. So what I have, I feel like it was universal, and in some places that have never did the things that I do. So yeah. Yes, I love it. So
0: that's super dope. You can come to where people are. So I love it and then where can they find you to do this
1: um i'm on all streaming platforms at optimistic style 17 and that's optimistic so politically correct sorry. and it's style 17 and um baltimore unfiltered for anybody that is an entrepreneur or a artist or that is doing anything in any town, any city, I'm interested in interviewing you to put everyone on a platform so everyone can know the faces of the cities to see what actually keeps the city going, keep the city running, because they don't talk about the people of the cities that actually, you know, keep it going and bring the entertainment, bring the art, bring the music and you know, all of the different things. So I just created a platform to where everyone it's like a one-stop shop. You can see their faces to the people of who they are. <laughs> you can get behind the scenes footage and you can know what they're doing for the next couple of months. So that's where Baltimore Unfiltered is, is highlighting all of the different artists and give us a whole platform to be able to be highlighted because the news don't talk about that stuff. They talk about everything else and big successful business, but you have to start somewhere. And I feel as though... It starts here, and it's always right there in our face, but a lot of people don't know about it, and a lot of people are scared to get out and see about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate having someone out here like you, so they can be heard and feel comfortable, you know, have someone behind the scenes and really see what's going on, you know, understand how the background goes, and how they got to the levels that they are now. So that's super dope, super dope. What do you think about the statement, it doesn't end where you started?
1: Oh, that's a fact, because I'm not even finished yet. And I'm definitely not where I started, like 1,000%, like mentally, physically, emotionally, like all of the things, like I would say, yeah, that, that saying is very not true. It's all in what you make it, it's all in what you push for. And I think that my greatest value in the mix of that statement not being true is, I feel as like though my value of a person had went up tremendously and I feel as though with me being an honest, true person that it's not in what you've got all the time, it's all in who you know. And sometimes the who you know can get you into more doors than what you can pay to go through. So I feel as though my personality allowed me to get through doors that, you know, people try to fight and pay to get into for years. So I'm actually thankful for that. So that's very so much not true
0: at all. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that with the listeners because somebody needed to hear that. Can you share any advice or tips for other moms who may be hesitant or feel guilty about pursuing their desires and passions outside of motherhood?
1: I would say to them that you have to live outside the box and actually do what it is that your dreams came to you for because no one else is going to be able to share that dream and at the end of the day, your children came in this world to be part of your journey and you shouldn't feel guilty about still being able to try to be the best you and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in life because as a parent... You're always going to be there to push your kids to do the best for them. And why limit yourself until you get older and feel as though, oh, you're old, you this? Although it doesn't matter what age that you are, you can get out there because it is remarkable and amazing people of all different ages that is out there doing what they hesitated on doing. And I would feel as though that's the greatest feeling when you release yourself and actually tap into something that you always desire to do. And I feel as though it'll give you a boost of being a mom because you're being courageous and you're being persistent and you will persevere through any situation as you did as a mom. So I feel as though why not put that energy into yourself to do what it is that's on your heart because clearly what's on your heart is out there to help other people other than your kids. So I feel as though. Stepping out the box and being an entrepreneur, if that is what you're led to, is more of a gift and more of a selfless thing because you are being open with yourself and you're allowing whatever your thing is to explore the world. You're not being selfish whether you're being selfless and not feel as though you're being selfless. It will make you happy. It will make you and your children a better individual in the world versus just always feeling as though you have to work for someone to get what it is that you need when you are your own boss there's no limits to how far or how high you can go and I feel as though when you step out that box and be yourself you're not only doing it for yourself you're doing it for your kids to let them know that it's not just one way of doing things you can also have the on-demand job but you also so it could be your own boss to where that in between where somebody don't want you at their company, you always got something to fall back on to where you're never without because you got your own traits and your own dream and your own thing. So if you just put half of the energy into what it is that you desire or that your heart has set for you, you'll be better off than putting no hours in at all because you're putting 30, 40, 60 hours somewhere else on somebody else's dream. You're going to feel guilty about doing this yourself mm-hmm. when they got kids and wives at home and they leaving them for hours, but then yet yeah, they bossing you around for you to keep on pushing their Come do better with yourself. Love yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. Thank you so much for dropping jams. Thank you. Now it's time to get to the spicy side of Torch Talk. Before we dive into these thought provoking questions about relationships and intimacy, I want to remind everyone that this podcast aims to foster open and honest conversations. Our guest today has kindly agreed to share their insights. Please note that discussing sensitive subjects require mutual respect and consent, so we've created a comfortable and safe space for our conversation. If at any point, Optimo, you feel uncomfortable, remember that you have the option to skip questions or choose not to answer. With that said, let's explore these important aspects of personal growth and relationships together. How do you balance being a single mom with dating or pursuing romantic relationships?
1: I would say I need to do some work at <laughs> that. And I'm gonna be transparent. Um, <laughs> because the full-time entrepreneur um thing has been having me a little distracted. And for me, I guess like um I'm I would say my sex drive, I don't have a problem with my sex drive. I think I'm just so determined in what it is that I'm trying to do sometimes that the days sometimes it's like mm-hmm. damn it's been a week already type of thing to where I have to be more intentional to where I don't set a date like oh this is the date I just have to be more intentional to when I know like, like time is going past because like my partner he's so forgiving to where it's just like he is just like you know whatever but for me it's like I know if I be more intentional and find time for us to actually sit mm-hmm. and talk and stuff like that it'd be it's a little bit more easier for me because I'm a sexual. Mm-hmm. so, like, I love when we're able to communicate and laugh and joke and all of that because it, it gives me fun versus just, like, you know, touch me here and, oh, eat me here and just go for it. It's more deeper than that, and that's why I choose my partner, too, where, you know, it should be able to be carried mm-hmm. on to where, like, you know, things should be able to be spot and limit and you can laugh and joke and all of these different things, so it's like, more or less, like, that is kind of what mm-hmm. turns me on. So just being more intentional and finding time to have those moments to where we can laugh, joke, and just, like, you know, be our natural self. So I would say for me, that's something that I know that I need to work on as well as other things in my life. But when it does come down to the point of we have fun, it's great, no complaints, you
0: know? So I'm thankful that I have an understandable partner. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, That is great. And I'm glad that, you know, you're knowledgeable about what's going on, because sometimes it's so much going on, like you said, and we're entrepreneurs. So it's like we 24 hours is in a day and we using them up. Okay, (laughs) so no shade at all to the partners at all. But we love that they are patient with us.
1: Yeah. Yes, and it doesn't make it um, easier because, um, like, I've been in my oh, relationship hey, in all, um, It's been almost four years and um, we live separately to where I live in Frederick, Maryland. He lives in Baltimore, Maryland. So I do come out there often because that's where I work at and stuff. So when I do come down there, I stay at his house and stuff like that. Um, I would say that kind of makes it a little bit difficult, too. And my problem with that is is I don't like to school down there for my kids to go down there so it's kind of like more or less like we're being true to each other and being understandable and get our time and what we can get in because we're we're, we're trying to change the dynamic of a few things so besides that like you know like i said it's it it'd be great when it, when mm-hmm. it happens and then we take trips and do different stuff like that so if we do
0: Okay, Y'all gonna work it out and Get it together fully And this will be aligned And yes So I'm rooting for it <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, Have you ever explored Or You're welcome Have you ever explored or considered Non-traditional relationships dy- Dynamics Have I ever considered them? Mm-hmm. explored or considered?
1: Oh, yes. I um, am very, <laughs> very open to that, um, actually. Um, <laughs> yes, I have explored. Um, <laughs> do I feel like though I can be in a full just one-on-one relationship with a woman? I don't think so much. Non-traditional In my good old future days, do I feel as though, like my partner and I can have a girlfriend? Yeah, (laughs) like I'm hoping to that because I do enjoy females, I love everything about them. At the same time, I am naturally intrigued with male testosterone and I just like the whole physical touch of, you know, the warmth and all of those Mm -hmm. things. But at the same time, I enjoy a female just as much. And when it comes to any individual, it's like I'm um, pretty much like I haven't explored like a transgender or any of those things. But um, I wouldn't say if I was single and wasn't living a mom life, would I not explore them? Yes, I would. Like as <laughs> <That'd> be <laughs> me being <impressed>, transparent.
0: <laughs> okay, the honest. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for being so transparent with me. My last question during Spicy Talk for you is how do you think societal expectations impact our sex lives and relationships as mothers?
1: Um sometimes I think that they just need to mind their business, that's all. Like... You know, <laughs> I feel as though it doesn't matter the gender of a person is more or less like having two loving individuals in a household to care for a child or a family or whatever the case may be. It's more or less like everyone has a history mm-hmm. I mean, have their background of things that they experience or why they choose whatever that they choose or whatever the case may be. Nobody else has to deal with that but that person. And I feel as though long as it's not no perverted things going on with the kid, I don't feel as though it should be an issue. I feel as though it's like I'm a single mom and like when I say single mom, I'm in my own household raising my own kids. My partner's in his own household raising his daughter. So when I say single mom, it's like I'm doing this whole thing on my own versus like it doesn't matter if it was a male or a female in here helping me raise my children our sexuality don't have anything to do with that love care and all the things that come with being parenting is the main important part so at the end of the day some people are not able to have kids so if you have a woman that's not able to have kids and on top of that she's gay but she wants kids what makes her wrong for wanting it like how is she wrong like if she got the love and heart to be able to do that versus People that can have a thousand kids and don't take care of them just because they can have a thousand kids and they gotta have a man what makes that so right.
0: I love it. Thank you for dropping more gems in the room. (laughs) Thank you. It's it's speaking the truth for me, you know, because for me, I have a wife. Right? I heard I I'm heard a lesbian mom. So does. of she course does. it
1: didn't
0: start like that. <laughs> Thank you. So, you know, and I, I appreciate Dr. you for viewing life like that. You know? Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. You see, I'm cheesing hard, right? <laughs> 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 Look, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience if I missed anything or is there any one you'd like to give flowers to before we close out
1: so the funniest part is I actually do give out flowers in the real life and, like, in the real form. Like, that's what I do. you yeah. <laughs> know. But uh, I would like to definitely give myself okay. some flowers because I am proud <laughs> of how far I have came. And, you know, and sometimes we don't recognize, like, how far we have came. And I feel like, though, so I suggest a lot of people take a look back at your pictures like go all the way back to however far as you go back to whatever and see how far you came because sometimes we don't pay that no attention and when you look at that you can see your ups your downs you can see what time period that you did that like you did that like you overcame that you persevered that so sometimes we need to take a step back and then realize and like give gratitude and give grace and recognize how far we came and know that we can keep going so I would say first and foremost myself and I would say my partner because I don't get a chance to give him flowers as much because he's not a flower guy, but he has came in my life and been a true form of a man mm-hmm. and of a good example of what a provider, not only a provider, a listener can be. And I feel like though without him and the support of him, He's like the support of like 10 people and I appreciate that. So he's the only person that I can say that came in my life and been supportive and allowed me to explore my dreams and, you know, be consistent at it and not ever let me feel as though I should get a life and not believe what it is that I know or seen myself. So him being a true supporter and definitely you for giving this platform for me to be able to highlight my voice to be able to be heard and be able to say some things that probably never was even said or people didn't even know about so I'm thankful for that and a shout out to my girl Bean Pie she deserves the flowers that was my partner for the last couple of years Sydney you know we're going to X out Bean Pie her name is Sydney and she's an amazing person and she's 10 years younger than me and she reminds me of my younger self to where i know she has so much greatness so much everything and once you get over this hump and find her real true self the sky is the limit and i just am thankful and honored that i got a chance to know her and all of the people that i've been working with throughout this last couple of years like just four years that have made a big impact in my life (laughs) and that will be keisha lioness for sure Fred, uh, big Fred the comedian for sure um trippy treats icon of god like is it, a uh, a Cuba divine neat variety like those are all people that actually took me in as like a little sis in a sense like not being from around here I was accepted and embraced so it is dope to have some people to where so is of some substance and that is doing something with their self-deceit The potential in myself that I didn't see a couple of years back to where I'm shining and I'm being myself and it's not nobody else but myself and just like diving deep and just keep on just figuring myself out. So I'm thankful for the opportunities and Baltimore just accepting me and embracing me and like all of the things in any city that I go into. So I'm just thankful for being me and all of the people that embrace me.
0: Yes. I love it. Drop it down. You hear me? So flowers back to you. Flowers to your partner and shout outs to your crew. Okay. Listen, thank you so much Optimo for giving us your energy and your time tonight. We enjoyed you and we appreciate you so much.
1: Yes, and y'all got to stay tuned. You guys already know I'm I'm closing out, by. I'm interviewing her. We're going to get some questions. You know, I want y'all to tap in with me. Let me know what y'all would like to know about this beautiful queen right here. She's doing big things. I know she a lot more than this Torch Moms. I I know she a lot more than Torch Moms, and we want to get all of that. We want to get the whole real spill, And, yes, we want to get the whole other side of being – uh two mom household i want it all we want the whole still we want to know what you're doing other than sports moms we want all of that like right? all that we want, we want all the two. and i'm gonna get it for y'all i'm gonna get it i'm
0: ready <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes she will so y'all drop it down for her make sure y'all send her some questions so i can answer because i'm gonna be an open yep. book just like I have you guys come on in an open book, I'm going to drop them answers with no questions. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So you know I'm going to close out by saying, you guys, negativity is forbidden and energy is power. Didn't have a backstage pass on our YouTube channel, The Torch Mom Podcast. So be sure to subscribe, like, and share. If you have experiences or questions to share, send us an email to the torch Mom Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at the Torch Mom Podcast. Remember, what you desire, you already have. We love you. Stay torch.